Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. Well, today we've got a multi-purpose podcast because it's going to cover a lot of bases in a few short minutes, and we're lucky enough to have Carrie Rivers, who is the uh, Director of Development for the Downtown Ministries. Uh, and that encompasses an awful lot of things, doesn't it, Carrie? Yes, sir. Uh, well, uh, we know this. Um, I went to the annual picnic or whatever you call it out there uh, on the farm and really enjoyed it. About 300 people out there and uh, talked to Hal Farnsworth a little bit about doing this. Uh, Hal Farnsworth has taken a needed uh, sabbatical, I guess, for about six months. Isn't that right? Oh, uh, that's correct. Uh, but he, I think Hal had something to do with starting all this. He came down from wherever he graduated from and started Redeemer Church, and that's one of the bigger churches in the area. And then he thought a little bit more about the downtown ministries and got that going. Uh, so I really uh, applaud Hal and all the people that have come with him to make this a, a reality. Uh, he is the lead pastor at Redeemer Church and obviously couldn't be on the uh, on the podcast with us today because he's taking a well-needed sabbatical. All right. So before we get started, as I always do, I want to give credit to our uh, partners. Uh, we have two business partners, and one of them is the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce that we hope to make a really big announcement in a couple of weeks about some extension of what they're doing, and the Oconee Area Chamber of Commerce, which uh, we're going to have them on board as a uh, guest member uh, soon. Uh, we also want to talk about our charitable members. We've got Lydia's Place, Wounded Warrior Project, St. Uh, Jude's Children Hospital. Uh, it's a research hospital in Memphis, and I was really touched by one of the young uh, patients there who has cancer and is being treated for that and was asked, what do you think hope means? And she said, it means never giving up. What better way you could put the word hope uh, to all of our hearts? And they do a great job up there. And then we have the International Fellowship of Christian and Jews and the Camp Southern Ground. You can find out more about all of these uh, entities and groups and charitable organizations by going to our website, hopewithdanny.com. You can find out everything you need to know about them, even to the extent that you might also be a donor to them. Uh, again, today we're fortunate enough to have Kerry Rivers. He's the director of the Downtown Ministries, and we've got lots to talk about today. And we'll just start with Kerry. How long have you been with the Downtown Ministries? Danny, I, I came um, to Athens in 2014. I was going to retire, and I was retired for about two days. And the board of Downtown Ministries convinced me to come on board with them and help them with some things. So we've made a lot of, come a long way since I got here. But uh, Downtown Ministries actually started in 2003. And uh, you mentioned uh, Pastor Farnsworth. You know, Redeemer Church sits down there on the corner of Pulaski and Broad Street, and right across the street is public housing, uh, Parkview Homes. And... He would always look across to his right from the pulpit and always wonder what we as a church could do for our neighbors. 
So we started downtown ministries in 2003 with one football team and uh, went knocking on doors, asking kids if they wanted to play football in an organized Northeast Georgia Youth Football Association where there's about 10 or 12 teams here in the Athens, Barrow, Oconee County area. And we started our own team, which is called the Downtown Falcons. And we started it with one team. And as years progressed and got going, we had four teams, about 140 boys playing football, tackle football, uh, cheerleading, basketball, track, uh, gymnastics, partnering with the gym dogs over at UGA. So we were serving about, about 400 kids and um, big volunteer group. Uh, ben Farnsworth, who is uh, Hal's son, one of his sons, was our director of sports. And we got to thinking and the board got to thinking, you know, that we're doing a great job two or three days a week with practice and Saturdays on games and activities. But uh, we'd always ask the kids the basic question, what do they want to be when they grow up? And most of them would say either an NFL football player an NBA player or a rap singer. And we said, well, that's that's good. What if that don't work out? What about school? And so we knew we had to, we were going to stay involved with the community and the youth. We, we needed to start a school. So in 2013, we started Downtown Academy. Uh, and, um, hang with uh, me just a, a minute there because you struck a nerve with me. Uh, my favorite sport uh, used to be football until all three of my sons played soccer. I've been to hundreds of games, and they were all uh, scholarship uh, college uh, soccer players. So it kind of changed my allegiance a a little bit. But I still love high school football and uh, grammar school football and all kind of football, of course, the UGA. Uh, I had the privilege, and uh, I think we first met then, to uh, come over and want to be a coach for the uh, downtown Flax, uh, Falcons for football. Uh, that's right. And I talked to you a little bit about it, and, and you coerced me. Into, no, that's not true. Uh, I agreed to do that because I love football. But I just want to tell you a little quick story about that. I was never a coach. I wasn't really good at being an assistant coach, but I thought that I was the mascot of the team. Uh, and, and I felt that way because I could kind of uplift the kids and all that sort of thing. Didn't know the plays, but uh, I wanted to have some input to them. So there was a quarterback down there. I don't know whether you know him or not, but he was uh, nicknamed Smiley. And mm-hmm. he was a great, great quarterback. He came to one of the practices, and he had some trouble at school, whatever it was. And the coaches made him run for the entire practice. I thought that was a little much, but then again, I didn't have a whole lot of say-so about it. Maybe it was good to, to train him up. And when everybody left the field, except for me, his mom, uh, and him, all the lights had been turned off and everything else, I looked over at him. I said, uh, Smiley, I want you to know something. I want you to know that you are a great quarterback. And one day, you'll be a quarterback, I think, for some great college team. You've got all the tools you need to do that. Uh, you're a bright fellow. I said, but you, sometimes you have to follow the rules. And this is one of those times. And I put my arm around him, and uh, he uh, he started crying. Uh, that that really impressed me that a big 
potential football player could be affected by somebody that cared about him. And you people, you folks, do that caring every time you put a player on the field, and I admire that about you. Well, you know, Danny, you were a, you were a good influence on those young men, and that's what we're all about. You know, I, you know, you mentioned uh, hope a minute ago, and and let me just take a minute and read you our mission statement. And this 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 is for the downtown sports. This is for the academy, and this is for our downtown life ministries, which is more community based, which I'll talk about. But our mission statement is downtown ministries builds consistent relationships with youth and their families in inner city Athens through programs that demonstrate Christ-centered hope and encouragement. And that's what we've done since 2013. And Smiley went on to play football at Clark Central. And he went over to Shorter College to play football. He didn't play quarterback. I think he played wide receiver. But we got a lot of success stories from kids that have matriculated out of our sports program. And they're not all they're not all <clears throat> successful. You know, you can't you can't can't turn them all around. But uh, we've been successful <clears throat> and the Lord's blessed us. But um so as I said, in 2013 we started a school. We got our accreditation and we started with kindergarten and first grade. Next year, we added second grade, next year, third, next year, fourth, next year, fifth. So we have six total grades at Downtown Academy, about 70 kids uh, learning um, top-notch uh, private school education, reading, math, Bible. Uh, our, um, our slogan for Downtown Academy is um, knowledge, character, and hope. That's what we bring to the children that attend. And when the kids matriculate away from our school, when they graduate from fifth grade, we've been sending kids to Athens Christian, Athens Academy, and the majority of them will go into the public schools in Clark County. But Ben Farnsworth has done a great job of keeping track of kids, keeping track of athletes that graduate away from our programs and stay in touch with them and their families. So the, the academy has, has been really good on the education end. So, you know, we're, we're involved in, you know, we're involved in sports, we're involved in academics, and our downtown life ministry is very much the the, the growing part of our ministry because we're doing all kinds of things within the community. We we run we run a hunger ministry called Our Daily Bread, which has been going on for about thirty years, where we feed we feed folks breakfast and lunch um, five days a week, Monday through Friday, at First Baptist Church, and um, we also have. Entered into an agreement with Clark County Education Department of uh, the Board of Education, where we're doing a reading uh, tutoring to second and third graders at elementary schools here in Clark County. Um, the stats tell you that if a kid's not reading efficiently by third grade, he's got about an 85% chance of winding up not graduating high school 
and getting into trouble, jail, drugs, with everything. So um, that's a big thing for us. We have a Restoration Women, which is a ministry for single moms um, that we have weekly Bible studies and uh, teaching going on. Um, we have a partnership. We have a partnership with UGA with the athletes uh, called Dogs for Pups. The UGA football players come over and hang out with our kids and do things with them. Well, Kerry, um, before we get too deep in this thing, because we could talk for a couple of hours about this, we're going to try to do it in 30 minutes. But I want to go back to the fact that you started this whole program of Downtown Ministries by looking at your neighbors, looking at your communities, and you said, how can we help? Uh, that's, that's what you basically said. How can we help make this a better community by the programs that we offer? And without looking at our neighbors and without looking at our communities, we, in essence, are not helping other people. We may be helping ourselves. We may be helping our families. But we were called, and you know this better than I do, we were called by God to help other people. That's the only reason we put on earth. At least that's my feeling. Doesn't mean well, you can't help your family, yeah. but it is to, to help other people. And, and that's well, in you your know, ministry. Athens is a... Uh is a unique city, not there's other cities like it all over the country, but you know, there's over three, there's over 350 nonprofits in Athens and a lot of them are doing a lot of different things. And we decided we weren't going to try to reinvent the wheel. Um, we need to go to the heart of what the issues were. And that's our youth. Um, you know, you and I won't change the culture in Athens in our lifetime, but little kids that we minister and their kids and their kids can start to move us up and out. Um, but, uh, you know, Athens is, Athens is one of the most impoverished, uh, cities in the country. Um, we got the more, one of the richest universities in the country and all around is nothing but poverty. And so, um, and we've, we've got tremendous partners, volunteers, uh, uh, UGA professors, UGA students uh, who come and tutor and um, uh, do all kind of things with our kids, uh, volunteer coaches like what you did. Um, and so uh, we've got over 25 employees now at Downtown Ministries. And when they started in 2013, they had one, uh, Ben Farnsworth. So we've got directors for all of our ministries. We've got a complete faculty over at the school, headmaster, principals, um, teachers, teachers' assistants, uh, extracurricular teachers, um, and then we've got a we've got a full office staff here at Downtown Ministries. So um, you know our budget, our budget for the year is about a million three. All right, we want to come back uh, before we get through here. So I want to tell you ask you, if you will, how do you raise a million three? We'll talk about that uh, down the interview a little bit, but I want to stay on this. I want to stay on people like Ben Farnsworth, uh, Hal Farnsworth, yourself, and the other people are just dedicated to making a difference in the lives of youth and others because you don't just bring on the lives of youth. You also help with the family members of those, but you find so often that we are the most, one of the most impoverished with the University of Georgia, with all the great things we have going on, we still got these people that didn't ask to be in these situations. Uh, they were put in these situations, and one of the big things is they don't have dads. Is that not correct? 
Yeah, I would say that probably uh, 75% of the kids at our school come from single-family homes. Um, and sometimes it's the grandma. It's not even the mom. So, um, and the same with the same with the athletes that play all of our sports. A lot of a lot of single-family uh, homes and not much male mentorship or involvement in the family. Well, when I was coaching down there, uh, I I rarely ever saw a dad. Now, you can be a father uh, because you produce whatever is necessary to get the kid here, but you're not a dad if you don't show up, and that's the that's problem. True. They don't show up. They don't uh, follow up with their commitment to their family. I don't understand them, quite frankly, because one of the greatest things I've ever done in my lifetime is support my family, go to my kids' uh, functions, and try to provide for them. I can't imagine a dad that wouldn't do that and bring a child into this world. I just can't imagine it. And somehow, well, some way, we got to turn that thing around, Carrie. Well, you know, Danny, we don't. We don't deal with situational poverty. We deal with generational poverty. And so it's year after year after year after century after century. And it's a, it's a tough cycle. Um, but, you know, you got to start somewhere. So, you know, we've got uh, these coaches coach the boys in football and basketball. And, I mean, they're tremendous. I mean, some of them got boys on the team. Some of them don't. They just... They want to be involved in these kids' lives because they know what's happening in the neighborhoods and in the community. Um, so, you know, we've got a lot of guys blessed us tremendously, but uh, we just keep on putting one foot in front of the other and doing the best we can. And, uh, you know, we're family. That's what we tell them. We're family. You might be black or you might be Hispanic and we might be white, but we're family. And so, um, it's proven to be um, you know, when we first started, um, you know, I think there was a lot of um, doubt because you know there's a lot of nonprofits that come in and they do something for a while, then they're gone. Um, so there, there wasn't any consistency, there wasn't any regularity. But uh, you know, in 2003, they've been seeing our faces at same same places, same deals we're doing. Well, I I again admire you, admire what you're doing, and because. Uh, in many cases, you're doing what other nonprofits can't do. You're one-on-one -on -one with the kids. I mean, they're right there with you on the football team, cheerleading or whatever it is, and certainly in the classroom. Nobody else is doing that. Not with all the nonprofits we've got, all the public schools we've got, not even the others that want to build a foundation for these kids. And I think that you're doing it and doing it well. And I hope that a lot of people are listening to this because they need your support, just like others do. Uh, yeah. And and I'll I'll go back quickly to your to your downtown ministries uh, vision statement. Uh, not only do you try to provide, or you I hate that word try, either get it done or don't try it. Uh, consistent relationship with Athens youth, youth and their families through programs that demonstrate Christ centered. That's the big word. Uh, hope and encouragement. My favorite word in the English language has become hope, because in everybody's life. Uh, hopefully, and uh, everybody needs it needs hope, and everybody has a story. Now, you're providing a great story to a lot of kids, and uh, it's Christ-centered. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, with that 100%. So take us uh, now uh, to downtown life and what you do there. 
Well, as I mentioned, the Downtown Life Ministry is a um, is a ministry that is um, uh, really for the whole community outside of um, athletics and academics. It's uh, it's 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 more of a um, the one on one with um, residents here in in, in Clark County. Um, you know, the big thing is our daily bread, which is a 30 year old ministry. It's a hunger ministry where we serve breakfast and lunch every day, Monday through Friday uh, to those who are either homeless, those who can't afford a good meal or, or don't don't have the wherewithal to have a good meal. And uh, we've got over we've got over 50 churches and organizations and groups and clubs and they come and and fair food and serve it for these folks. Um, I'll tell you a little quick story. When during the pandemic, you know, um, we had a lot of our church members who are elderly. They just couldn't get out. And so um, in First Baptist uh, decided not to let anybody into the uh, banquet hall there where we serve. So we went to a grab and go lunch and we partnered with about with five of the best restaurants in town. Um, uh, five and ten, um, um, the National, uh, Five Bar, uh, Academia, uh, Tzatziki's, and they all came. They all came on board. Some at no charge, and fed our guests for four to five months, um, while we were basically in a shutdown mode as far as being able to have people come and gather together. So um, that was a tremendous uh, outreach and a tremendous uh, thing that they did. Um, but, yeah, we've got tons of churches. I mean, we got every day, every day, Monday through Friday, for the whole year of 2021 is already booked and reserved for different people that come and serve on those days. And... Uh, We've always we always need more volunteers. We always need more folks. We might have a group one week that something might happen and they can't make it. And we've got we've got uh, standby groups that come to come on board. You know, we've got the Rotary Club, the Kiwanis Club. We've got um, we've got the Athens Bar Association. I mean, I could go on and on. The groups that have been supporting this ministry for years and years and years. So. Um, and then we've got the reading clinic, which is something that um, that we've done for young readers, uh, where we're we have our own clinic at the academy on Friday afternoons. Then we also go into a couple of uh, elementary schools that Clark County has given us as a pilot program to go in and read twice a week with a tutor, one on one, with probably two two students to increase their reading efficiency. Try to take them from, try to take them from uh, learning to read, to reading to learn. So um, those are two, those are two big, big things we've got going with the downtown life, as well as the Dogs for Pups, which is the UGA football um, uh, program that they reach out and, uh, and support. Um, um, ministries around town. Well, I want to I want to reiterate what you're thinking. Uh, talking about retirement, I don't know. You can tell me. 
I'm a student of the Bible, but I sure don't know it as well as I need to. But I don't know anywhere in the Bible that tells us we got to retire at 65. Have you ever found that? No. No, not not at all. As a matter of fact, uh, we don't need to retire ever. If you can walk and talk and chew bubblegum at the same time, then you need to be out there volunteering and taking care of others' needs. Uh, I, I totally believe that, and that's what you folks do. Um, it's it's wonderful, the volunteerism in this uh, community, and we got plenty of needs, but we need plenty of volunteers. And we want to find out a way to get to y'all and uh, volunteer more for some of these programs. You never have too many volunteers, do you? No, sir. Uh, well, uh, you've told us a little bit about uh, our daily bread uh, kitchen and what we're doing there. Do you know how many uh, nutritious meals that you provided through that program? Over 75,000 this past year. Oh, just, just 75,000. And that was yeah. last year? That was 2020. I mean, it's amazing. It's almost unthinkable, but uh, it can be done. Anything can be done if you're willing to do it. That's certainly true. And when you're guided by uh, my son, my middle son calls him the big man, uh, Christ-centered, you can do anything. Uh, as long as you have the desire to do it. And I admire y'all again for that. By the way, how in the world do you raise a million two hundred thousand dollars in a little bitty old Athens, Georgia? Well, um, um, I don't do it myself. You know, God's the one that brings the people, but uh, we've got a tremendous uh, network of donors. Um, I don't know. I, 2000 probably. We've got churches, we've got businesses, we've got, um, you know, I, we do a lot of grants to a lot of foundations. Um, we've, uh, we've got a couple of different scholarship organizations that we work with for our kids. And let me just say this, too, about downtown ministries. One of the issues that we've got in Athens and other impoverished areas is that the government and the people have enabled them so much. They have no desire to do anything on their own. Um, we don't enable anybody. Everybody pays something. They pay for registration for football, $25. When a parent comes to school and wants to enroll their kids, we sit down with them and we look at their tax record. We look at their 1099. We look at their, uh, their household income and how many people living in the family. We determine a tuition assistance program for them. And then we come up with a program for them, how much they can pay for their child to go to school. Because, you know, it's not just our job to educate the child. It's, it's the parent's job. And so this makes it difficult when you've got a single family home. But it also gives it a little bit more of, a, of credence and that old, um, that old saying, skin in the game. Everybody's paying something. Nobody's getting anything for free. And I think it, it, it develops uh, wherewithal. It develops um, uh, a sense of, uh, of ownership. And so that's one thing that we've been very successful at. We're, we're not an enabling ministry like a lot of them. Well, that's the enabling, I've always been told, usually has a bad connotation uh, to it. You're trying to help somebody that doesn't need really that kind of help. But when it's good enabling, uh, which I think you folks are doing, is the ability to make things better and influence them in a positive sort of way. Uh, well, I, well, consistent, consistent enablement 
does not produce any uh, results. I agree. <laughs> so, um, you know, now listen, we have a man, I mean, we have a uh, we have a relief fund. Uh, we have um, a, uh, a mercy ministry. We do other things too, but it's uh, it's well thought of. It's it's well, it's well thought out. It's well. Um, we just don't give money away. Well, and that makes a lot of uh, a lot of sense. You've got a community in Athens that's probably one of the more generous communities of its size anywhere in America, uh, and it's willing to come forward with love and assistance and their checkbooks and their volunteerism to make your organization as great as it is. Uh, if you could give us uh, one, you know, one thing, you know, one thing, Dane. Let me just say one other thing. Um, I would say that uh, if you were to take everybody that has that gives to downtown ministries, whether it be the academy, the sports, or the life ministry, if they designate their gift, um, not all of our, our donors are believers. We have a lot of donors that are unbelievers, but they they have a, let's say like a business person who's not a believer. They have a, um, they have a concern for the workforce for tomorrow and the next day and the next year and the year after and the year after. So they know what we're doing to try to build up and get people out of this, uh, this cycle. So they're supportive of us. So it's, it's not just believers that are involved with our ministry. Well, I have seen a lot of times in my life that unbelievers can become believers. It's quite possible and happens all the time. Uh, I, again, just say the same thing. I applaud you for what you're doing, for what your organization's in doing, and bringing the community together to help other people. Let me ask you this, in closing out here, what do you think that your organization has to do with hope? Well, I think that we, um, you know, we come alongside of folks and, uh, and help them with issues that they don't ever think could be possible. And so when you can give people a, uh, you can show them that they have worth, that they have a purpose, and they can become better, and they can make themselves better than what they are now for themselves and their children and their neighbors, that I think that's definitely what I would call hope. Uh, you said it a lot better than I can think it, but uh, you're exactly right. Tell us, as we close out, uh, where people can go on the Internet to find out more about the downtown ministries. Yeah, well, we've got several different uh, areas. We've got, uh, you know, our main website is downtownministries.org, or they can go to downtownacademy.org, and they take them to a very, very nice website where lots of different um, um things they can log on to and see the stories and hear about things. There's a donate page, obviously. Um, most of our, most of our social media is, uh, uh, Instagram at downtown ministries, uh, Twitter at downtown Falcons. And our Facebook is just facebook.com slash downtown ministries. Well, you, um, you, the people that uh, can find out about you don't have a lack of opportunities. We'll just say that. Uh, just go yes, to sir. downtownministries.org and uh, check it out. 
get involved, folks. Uh, put yourself out to help other people. And uh, I'm sure the downtown ministries can use your help. Thank you for being, yeah. being with us, Carrie. You, you do a great job, and all your organization does as well. All right, Danny. Thanks for the time, brother. Thank you. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.